try to make it short. But real quick, we're going to have a guest speaker next week. It's not Fernando. So, <laughs> but it, I got to, you know, the Lord laid this couple on my heart, um, young couple. Um, actually, remind me of my wife and I. And, you know, I believe the Lord's got a call for them. And, you know, beyond, they're, they're ministers in music. And I, I don't even, you know, they may be ministers in music, I don't know, but. I'm not asking them to do that. I'm asking them to bring a word because God's got a word. He's got a calling for them. And God kept showing me them. And I don't know whether or not one's going to minister and the other one come up or they'll do it together. Uh, <laughs> but either way, they'll, they'll bring a word and I'll, I'll believe that it'll be a blessed word for the house. Amen. You know, I didn't scare them or nothing. Told them, you know, we, we, we're, we're a tough crowd because we, we know the word. But, uh, you know, God God's going to use them. Um, like I told him, be who God called you to be. Yeah. Don't try to imitate me. Don't try to imitate anybody else. Be who God called you to be. You can't compare yourself to anybody. You know, um, yeah, so same thing goes for all of us. We can't compare ourselves to people. Mm -hmm. All right, so, but yeah, so let's jump into this word. I got myself on the timer again. All right, so I won't be long. <laughs> all right, so this will be a snippet we've been talking about enduring. Uh, in faith through enduring faith through uh, the end times, enduring faith through the end times. So you know, like y'all know, I like to give definitions. I, it dawned on me today that I never gave y'all the definition of enduring. Right. So according to the Bible, enduring just means to tarry, to wait, to abide, not to depart from. So that is where our faith should be. We should never be departing. Remember, uh, the word says that we are not to draw back. But sometimes we try to help God out, even when we believe in God for something, you know, even in these end times, but just we try to help God out and say, you know what, God, I need more faith for this. I need more. When he's just saying, just stand still. Just stand still. Stop trying to rush things. Just be still. Just like the testimony I gave you all last week with my job where I wanted to react. But he told me to be quiet. My, my mind, my thoughts was going, you need to say something. You need. He said, be quiet. And it ended up working out without me saying anything. Amen. Just trusting him and abiding in him. Just like the three Hebrew boys, as you all know, Dan is my favorite book. But the three Hebrew boys, they abided. They stayed still. They didn't, they didn't draw back. So even if God didn't come to deliver them, they still were going to stay still. You know, regardless of that, because they knew God was in control. At all times. So regardless of how we feel, regardless of the situations that go on, uh, the things that we go through, whether we got bills that are due, whether we need healing, you know, whatever it is, someone getting on our nerves, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, we are to stand still. We are to be still and let God be God. That's all he wants. That's all he wants us to do, stand still. He doesn't want us to draw back because... We read it last week. If we draw back, he says, my soul shall have no pleasure. Mm. Right? Hebrews 10.38. That's why we're to live by faith. As the mm -hmm. just, we're to live by faith. Yeah. And even in these end times, regardless of the world, what's going on in the world, mm -hmm. yes. we have to stand in faith. We're going to see some things. Mm -hmm. We're going to see some things in the world that's going to shock us. Things that we're not used to. Well, things that didn't even take place three years ago. But that's part of the end times. Jesus warned us all. That's why I talked about in Luke. Uh, last week I mentioned Luke that, uh, I think it was Luke 21, that we're going to see frightening things. Yes. But that's okay. We're still to be still. Yes. We're still to be still. We're not yes. to be 
grow weary in those things because God's got it. He's, he's got it all in control. You know, we, we always hear, and we've quoted this, Romans 8, 37. Right? We are more than conquerors. Right? We, and I used to ask myself, because I used to hear it all the time, and even in confessions, and then the pastor be, I'm more than a conqueror. Well, what does that actually mean, being more than a conqueror? How, do I, how am I more than a conqueror? Well, I'm more than a conqueror because Jesus already conquered the world. Yeah. Right, here, right. He said in John 16, 33, he says, in his world, we're going to have tribulations. Yeah. But he says, but be of good cheer. I have already overcome the world, meaning I have conquered the world. Yeah. See, the battle is not ours. And we try to make the battle ours. And even when we get in worry and things like that, we're, we're making the battle ours. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to stand upon the word. Yes. Yes. See, because Jesus has already overcome. Remember, regardless of what goes on in this world, the scriptures tell us that Satan is the God of this world. Yes. Right? So, see, sometimes we see the politicians and we're like, you know, they're making promises. And then when they get in the office, they're like, well, you said you were going to do this and this, but you didn't do it. Hmm. Because sometimes this, they can't do it because the system is messed up. Mm -hmm. The system is the work against the good of the people. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. because God established government, but mm -hmm. Satan is the God of this world. So he has corrupted the system. Yes. See, so that's why we can't get upset when our jobs say things and the government say things. We still have to just be still. Why? Because God can still take what the devil meant for evil and turn it to good. Amen. He can make the system work for us. Yes. But yes. see, when the minute we try to figure it out, mm -hmm. that, that's when we get into worry. And then we start getting stressed. And then we get gray hairs. This, this is just, this, this is not from work. This, this, this is just, uh, what do you call it? Uh, genetics. Yeah, I inherited it. So, I had my first gray hair when I was 12 years old, believe it or not. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so this is genetics. That's not from work. So, but, you know, we have to be still and see in this end times, we have to have faith. And that's why we have to abide in it. You know, in the sports world, we, we, we uh, sometimes we say things like, well, well, we'll classify people, we'll classify teams and athletes into two categories. One will have the contenders, right? And, and the contenders will be those that are going to work hard. Mm -hmm. Those, they may not look pretty, mm -hmm. but they may get hit, but they're going to get back up and hit back. Mm -hmm. And then we have what's called the pretenders. The pretenders, they look good. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're pretty, they're, they could be more athletic and more talented than the contenders, but as soon as they get hit, they fall. Mm. And let me tell you what the Bible calls them. Sheeps and goats. Mm. Wheats and tares. Yes. That's what the Bible calls them. Yes. Right. So we, we, we don't want to be pretenders. And there's a lot of pretenders mm -hmm. in the body of Christ. And that's why, but see, that's okay. Jesus said he's going to come to separate the sheep and the goats and the wheats and the tares. Yes. And we have to be the contenders. Mm -hmm. We have to be contenders. And Amen. we have to overcome in this world. So let's turn to uh, 1 John. Chapter 5. I got six points there. I'm going to hit for things that we need to endure. But first, let's turn to 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. John chapter 5 verse 4 says this, for whatever is born of God overcomes
comes to the world. So stop right there. Whatever is born of God. So if we're born again, then we have already overcome the world. Meaning conquered. That word also means conquered the world. Why? Because Jesus already did it. So, even though we're in this world, we're not of this world. Yes. Yeah. So, regardless of what the world says, regardless of what the world does, we're to be different. We're to be ambassadors in this world. Yeah. We're, we're ambassadors of heaven, ambassadors yeah. of Christ. We're to be his representatives. We're to be the light in this world. Yeah. So, we don't function as the world. It, they're going to think we're strange, but they're strange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, we're not supposed to fit into this world. Right. See, sometimes we, we like to play cool and we want to fit in because we want to be that cool Christian. But he hasn't called us to do that. He's called us to be Christian. Christian, Christ-like is what we should be. So that means we're already going to be different compared to everybody else in this world who don't know Christ. Right? So, all right, so continue on. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What? Our faith. Our faith. Again, the just shall live by faith. Our faith has already overcome the world, so regardless of what takes place in the world, our faith has already given us the victory as long as we're abiding in Christ. I can't imagine, well, I can't because I was there, we were all there, you know, being saved in this world, well, excuse me, being unsaved in this world. You know, even when people try to witness to me, before I got saved, I'm like, nah, but once you see the light, once the light bulb comes on, then, they, they, you know, our spirits are illuminated, we're, we're, we're reborn, things are different. Yeah. And now we're the walk in faith. We don't have to function as the world functions. We don't have to be in fear. We don't have to right. worry. But our faith keeps us. Yes. Because the scripture says in Hebrews 11, 6, what? Without faith, impossible. it is impossible. Yes. Without faith, it is impossible yes. to please God. Yes. That means... We can't please Him at all. So if we don't have faith, and not just faith to believe God for things, but faith that He is. Because, yes. see, that's what we forget. Hebrews 11, 6, but without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is. Yes. That He is God. We're not looking for anything, but we need to believe that He is God. Yes. And see, when we, we, we draw back when we begin to doubt. That's what the enemy wants us to do to begin. He wants us to doubt and, and not stand in faith. But no, we got to believe that he is God. Yeah. And see, he is in control. So regardless of what this world may bring, guess what? He's already in control. Why? He's already warned us of what's coming down. So even as we see the earthquakes increasing, even as we see the floods increasing, you know what? That's the time for us as believers to be rejoicing. Yes. He's coming back soon. Oh, right? we, we don't be in fear. Yes. The world will be in fear, but we don't be in fear. And it's yes. just like I said, I think it was last week. So now when they look at us, like, why aren't you afraid? No, I don't mm. have to be afraid. Yeah. Because yeah. Jesus has already told me what's going to happen. Yes. He's already told me what's going to happen. Yes. So yeah. it is our faith that's going to keep us, and our faith is going to help us to overcome yes. this world, to be conquerors, to be more than conquerors yes. in this world. In the world system, mm -hmm. we don't be we, we don't have to be governed by the world system. You know, because he says in Romans thirteen, yeah, he established government, he established the laws, mm -hmm. but those are for the unruly. Mm -hmm. As believers, we should already be doing right. Why? Yeah. Because we're living unto the Father. Yes. That's right. That's that that is who we're pleasing, Amen. the Father. Yeah. No matter what. So here's these six things, I'm, and then I'm gonna get out your way. All right, things that we have to. We, we 
have to have as overcomers in this world? Number one, we have to have a relationship with Christ. And I already yeah. talked about that. Yeah. If we don't have a relationship with Christ, we're in trouble. Amen. We, we, we are in trouble. Amen. And we will not be able to function in this world. Mm, yeah. And see, going back to uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, where it talks about Satan being the ruler of the world, he has people deceived. Their minds are veiled. Why? Because they're used to the world system mm, and right. doing things. Yeah. We should be used to God's system. We, we're used to God working it out. Just yeah. trusting Him. And like I said, yeah. even if He doesn't, He's still God. Yeah. He's still God. So look, we'll, we'll, we'll get what we're looking for either on this side or on the other side. Hallelujah. See, we're, we focus so much trying to live on this side that we forget we got the other side. Yeah. See, in the other side is the mansion. Woo. See, so some of us, we were looking Glory. for the riches now, mm. but he's already got a mansion for yes. us. Yes, hallelujah. See, we're looking for rest now, but he's, he's got rest for us on the other yes. side. Amen. Yes. See, so we're not just living for the here and now, yes. but we're just living for God. Amen. Amen. So that's, Amen. that's number one, being in a relationship with God. And then number two is faith. Yeah. Again, I already read, uh, talked about Hebrews 11, 6. Without faith, it's impossible. Oh, and it just has to live by faith. Okay. That's the only way we're going to survive in this world. Amen. And we know we need faith to come into relationship with Christ. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's number two. Number three is prayer. Oh, prayer yeah. is what? Our communication. Okay. So we know if those that are married have been married, if we don't communicate, things begin to break down. So mm -hmm. We, 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 we have to communicate with God. And see, sometimes we can get so busy mm. with life. Again, mm. the world system. We get so busy running here, running there. I have to do that. And then we forget to spend time with God. Or we may only give him five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. No, we got to give him more than that. We have to give yes. him our best. Yes. We have to give him our best. You know, we, we watch TV, movies, sports, and all that. But are we putting those things, giving those things more time than God? Mm. It's not that we can't do those things, yeah. right. but we have to give time to God. Mm -hmm. yeah. That should be the first thing we do. Yeah. And see, that's the difference. See, people look at, go back and look at Daniel and three Hebrews. Well, look, they prayed morning, noon, and night. Mm -hmm. and, and we talked about it, even Jesus. Mm -hmm. What did he do? He prayed. He didn't just react. Yes. He didn't just react. Even, even going to, I think it's John chapter 2, when he went and he, he drove out the, the, the animals out of the temple, mm -hmm. the scripture says that he looked in, he saw. Mm -hmm. Then what did he do? The scripture say, go back and read it. He made a whip. Mm -hmm. So that's, that means he calculated that. Mm -hmm. He had time to think. He didn't just go. This is why we can't just be quick to react. To, to whatever it doesn't go our way here in the natural. Yeah. See, because when we're standing with God in faith, yeah. He's already worked it out. That's and guess right. what? Even if He doesn't, so what? Yes. Guess what? The following week, it's not going to bother us. Mm -hmm. Even if I did the example I gave last week, even if you don't have money for rent, guess what? You still going to live. Yes. Yes. You still going to live. Come on. Yeah. That's right. So let, let's not worry about the little things. Yes. But let's worry about the big things, which is God. Amen. Jesus Christ. That, that's, that's where everything has to be focused on. Mm -hmm. See, and then spending time with them, yes. that's what strengthens us. See, when we start to get irritable, <laughs> then, then we need to go back and we need to spend time with them. Amen. So even on vacation, I found myself at times getting irritable, and 
And I knew what it was. I need to go spend time with her. Because the, 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 if we don't spend enough time, now we start living out of the flesh. And then now our flesh starts dominating things. <laughs> Instead of us being in our spirit. Amen. God is good. <laughs> Alright, so number four is love. <laughs> love. You know, we you know, most of the time we don't have issues loving God. But sometimes we may not love him as much as we should. Because he says if we love him, we should do what? Obey his commandments. Matter of fact. Right there in 1 John chapter 5, next verse up. And I may talk about this a little bit more on Wednesday, but for verse 3, for this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments. Yes. In other words, this is how we show our love to God, by keeping His commandments. Mm -hmm. and, and, and here's the good part, because you over here Christians say, man, that's too hard to live, to, to live that way. It's too, really? Watch this. Because if we love Him, we have no problem keeping His commandments. And get this. And his commandments are not burdensome. They're not burdensome. Matter of fact, it should be a joy. Yeah. It should be a joy. And if it's not a joy, that means we're in our flesh. We're, we're, you, you know, yeah, we're human, we have this flesh. But this is why we have to crucify our flesh. We can't live by our flesh. If we live by this flesh, we're going to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Trust me. I know. I know. <laughs> and we've all been there. We've all been saved long enough where we can get frustrated. That's why I said we have to take a step. Hallelujah. Thank you. Relax. Abide. Abide in Him. Mm -hmm. And what's another thing about love? Remember the Beatitudes. Matthew 5. I think it's verse 44. To love our enemies. Ooh, that's hard. Ooh. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when somebody does something to us, we want to strike back. I've been there. I've been there. You know what? We still got to love. Yes. Now, there's some people I may not trust, but I still gonna love them, right? Yes. And if they need something, I'll still be there for them. Love our brethren. That, that's another commandment. That's part of love. Love our brothers and sisters, not the ones we just go to church with. And I think you had a post a while back on Facebook you shared, Phil. Uh, you know, church is not a game. Something like that. Church is not a game when you leave. And then all of a sudden, you become enemies. That's the way you feel sometimes. But no, we, we're supposed to be one family. Yes. As a body of Christ, regardless of what church you go to, we're supposed to be one. That's right. right. But we don't, we, yes. don't, we don't always treat it that, oh, you no longer here? Okay. Bye. It shouldn't be like that. That's not, that's not love. That's not love. That's not love. Not love at all. So sometimes we, all, not sometimes, all the time we got to love our neighbors. Scripture tells us that too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we may have those neighbors that get on our nerves. That's okay. We still got to love them. <laughs> we, we, we still have to love them. The family members. Y'all know how I feel about that. I still have to love them. I still have to love my in-laws. I ain't getting no amen. <laughs> that too. I still have to love my in-laws. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, so, but, again, so, you know, we have to be in relationship with Christ. Amen. We have to have faith. We have to pray. We have to love. Another thing, we have to be in holiness. Yes. Amen. We have to be in holiness. Amen. Because the scriptures say what? Hebrews 12, 14. Matter of fact, I'm going to read that. Turn it. 
because we quote part of that that verse because this this actually ties into love. Hebrews twelve fourteen. So I'll start at the beginning. So pursue peace. Pursue peace with what? All people. All people. And other translations said, pursue peace with everyone. That's part of that law. So we we are not to be fighting, arguing, murmuring. That's not being in peace. Even if the government says something, does something, we're still supposed to be in peace. Y'all know I, I, I go back to this. Even with Stephen being stoned, he still had enough love. He still pursued peace. He didn't hold it. Jesus didn't hold it again. He said, Lord, he said, Father, forgive them. Yes. Stephen said the same thing. We're to pursue peace with all people. We don't pick and choose. And that's what we like to do sometimes. We like to pick and choose. That's part of the, that's part of the world way. That's part of the world way of doing things. And see, once we come to Christ, we come out of that. See, we, we, we should no longer be carnal baby Christians anymore. But we're supposed to pursue peace with all people. No matter how much somebody makes us angry. Yes. No matter, you know, even if me and my wife have an argument, I'm still supposed to pursue peace and love her amen. unconditionally. Amen. Now there's the amen there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because, see, a lot of times people talk about marriage. We know, you know, marriage is implode because a lot of time because of money and other things it's really selfishness because you know for us as married we know we're trying to we should be trying to please the spouse Amen. we get into selfishness when it becomes about my needs that's what causes the arguments when it becomes about my needs yeah. because I need you to fulfill my needs I need you yeah. to do this for me yeah. but how about we do it the way it's supposed to be Meet each other's needs. Yeah. And not be right. selfish with it. That's right. Yes. So, I ain't get an amen on that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. So, <laughs> alright, so last point, I'll be done. Last point, I'll do it. Sound doctrine. You always hear me say sound doctrine is important mm -hmm. and it's time. And you know what? I found some disturbing things and I'm going to research a little bit more and I'll probably do it less because. Remember a while back I told you in order for the Antichrist to come in, the church is going to have a role. I started to see some things with what's taking place in the church today with a couple of ministries we talked about before. So I, I'm going to do some more research on it. And I'm going to do a lesson on that because I was like, wow. It sheds some light on some things, on what they believe and what they don't believe and how it would actually play into the Antichrist um, coming in coming into power, and things like that, and, and even having an effect on those that are left behind. I'm purposely being vague on that. So, but just understand this. As we go through our daily walk, we have to abide. We have to stand still. Let God be God. Let's not try to help him out. I've been there. I've tried to help him out, and it don't work. Amen. It don't work. Actually, it hinders what he's trying to do. Yes. It, it hinders what he's trying to do. But we, he just wants us to stay still and trust him. Yes. Trust him in everything. 
And regardless of whether or not we see, we again, we can't get into, God, how are you going to do this? How? Don't do that. Just, <laughs> when, when you start to get thoughts, just praise Him. Just praise Him. Just praise Him. Because when we start to do all that, mm -mm. no, that's when we get weak. That's when we get tired. And he doesn't want us to be that way. He wants us to rest in Him. He doesn't want us over here, over there. And, and, and it's important for us to also get rest in our bodies. Rest in our bodies and rest in our minds. Because even when he sent the 12 out and they came back, he said, because people were still coming to them, he pulled them all to the side to get rest. Because they couldn't even eat without people coming. We have to rest our bodies. We have to rest our minds. And how do we rest? We rest it in the Word. And that's what the sound doctrine that, you know, sound doctrine is so important. Y'all hear me talk about that a lot because, like I said, we, we've been hoodwinked over the years in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And we have not been taught things that's been in the Word. And some, you, you know, we, we pick and choose like a buffet. We pick and choose and we don't do the full course meal from Genesis to Revelation. And see, there's some things in there that's, that's going to be hard on our flesh to do. But... The more we abide in Him, the more we're standing in faith, the easier it should be. It doesn't mean we're always gonna. Doesn't mean we're always gonna have victory on this side. Mm -hmm. We may take some losses. Mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali took some losses, but he got right back up mm -hmm. and got back in the ring and got a victory. Even the New England Patriots. I can't stand them as a football team. <laughs> they, they have taken their losses, and they'll get right back up and keep fighting. And that's what we have to do. That, that, that's what we have to do as sheep. We have to keep fighting, and we have to trust Christ that he has our best interest in heart. Mm -hmm. We don't always see what he's trying to do, mm -hmm. but that's okay. Yes. He's already worked it out. And again, yes. that's, that's, that, that should actually be the fun part of the walk. But we make it hard because we can't see. <laughs> but that's why we're to live by faith. Amen. And, and, you know, sometimes it, it, as we're moving forward and when we, when we have a second thoughts and again, worshiping, again, stand still and abide. He's got us. He doesn't want us to draw back. He doesn't want us to draw back. But he wants us to stay and rest in him. And that is how we'll have the victory. Amen. Amen. Amen.